everyone. So thank you so much for tuning in. I'm wondering, did you know that you can now join Ask the Tarot every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern live on Spotify? That's right, live. But we all know the best part of tarot isn't just listening, it's getting your own cards read. Have a question about your future or your past? Maybe about your love life or your career? I want to hear from you. All you have to do is download the Spotify Live app in your app store or click the link in our episode descriptions to sign up for free. Then follow Ask the Tarot in the Spotify Live app to get notified every time I go live and hear what the tarot has in store. Why miss out on that? Hey everyone, it is me, Michelle T, your host, your host of what? Your host of Ask the Tarot Live, which means it's Thursday night at six o'clock on the West Coast, it's nine o'clock on the East Coast, and we are here to get tarot readings, and I'm going to do it for you. Um, I've been reading cards since I was 15 years old, and I'm much older than that now. I'm the author of Modern Tarot and the host of uh, the Your Magic podcast on Spotify. So I want to say hi to all the people who are newly here for the very first time. And also hi to everybody who is like the backbone of this incredible, fun weekly community. Thank you all for showing up. Happy full moon. Oh my God, you guys. What's up to all the Aquariuses out there? This is our full moon. Once a year, we get everyone gets our own, your very own full moon, and this is this is the Aquarius full moon, and it's always really a special time for me. Um, so so thanks for shouting that out. Hi Denise, welcome. I see it's your first time here. Um, if everyone uh, or anyone likes, if you like the show and you're like, dang, I wish I hadn't missed so many back episodes. Don't even sweat it. You can just go over to Spotify, um, search for the Your Magic feed. That's my podcast. And you can find all back episodes of Ask the Tarot there too. So it's pretty cool. I want to know what everyone's doing for the full moon tonight. I mean, all I think I'm doing honestly is like dropping my kid off at their other parent's house and like packing because I'm in, I'm kind of going back and forth between book tour living. Like sometimes I'm home and then I'm just leaving home to do this book tour for my new book, Knocking Myself Up. Um, oh, Jamie's gardening. That is an amazing thing to do on the full moon. I love that. Um, I'm going to be tomorrow, which is Friday. I'm going to be in the Bay Area if anybody is there. Philip's taking a bubble bath. Oh my God. That's what I'll be doing on stage, taking a bubble bath. No, I'm kidding. Um, I'm going to be at the Berkeley Art Museum tomorrow, reading from my new book, Knocking Myself Up. And I'll be with all these other amazing readers who are queer and feminist and weird. Um, Pita is meditating and going to bed. That's a beautiful thing to do on the full moon. I love it. Um, on Saturday, I'm going to be back in Los Angeles at this really great cafe. It's a queer cafe called Detroit Vessies in the Arts District. And on Sunday, I'm going to be in San Diego at Verbatim Books. And all three of those shows this weekend, it's me with all these other people that are really amazing. So come check us out. The show is called Sister Spit. You know, it's what it sounds like. So, <laughs> all right. Enough about me and my life outside tarot. Let's jump into this. Um, I got some some questions, you know, through my DMs. And oh, wait, I just saw that somebody's doing prosperity magic. I love that. What a great thing to do on the full moon. Um, and I also see Ask the Tarot uh, support popping up to explain. Yes, if you want to ask a question tonight, raise your hand right here in the room. If you have a question in your heart and you feel a little too um, shy, you can find me on Instagram at Michelle Tease, T-E-A-Z. And you can send me your question there and I'll get to it 
as soon as I can on a, on a later date, okay? So I'm gonna read some of those questions uh, tonight that, that have been waiting for me. Here's this one. I'm in the middle of my Saturn return and boy, am I feeling it. Ugh, shout out to everyone having their Saturn return. It comes for us all. And then if we are lucky enough to live long enough, it comes for us again, <laughs> you know, in, later in life and then again. So, so yeah, I wonder, hmm, does any people have had their Saturn, second Saturn returns already? I'd love to hear how that's different than your first. And Vinny, I see you're charging moon water. Oh, that's like my favorite thing to do on a new moon, on a full moon when I can get it together. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we got this person here who's having a, a Saturn return. It seems that since summer of 2020, the universe has catapulted me into finding myself and my life's path, and at times has forced the changes that I've been too scared to make on my own. Love that. But even with all the changes, everything feels right and in perfect timing. My partner and I met 14 months ago, moved in together four months ago, and are now talking about buying a house together in a different city. This is all so fast and exciting and just feels right, but I am, but am I being swept away by the thrill and taking the leap too soon? I wanted some advice on three things. What would it look like if my partner and I moved to Bend, Oregon, where we don't know anyone and start a new little life there? Should we start off renting before buying or invest in a home? And, I, and would I easily find a job there? I've been having trouble figuring out what I want to do while going through a career change after uh, 11 years of the same job. Okay, so so my dudes, my, my spiritual, psychic, intuitive dudes. Um, I have like one little red flag with this. I'm just like, I, I love it. I love Querent. I'll address you, Querent. You could be in the room for all I know. I love that you've been with your partner for 14 months. I love that everything feels great. I love that you um, have been living together for four months and it feels so good that now you guys are talking about taking it, you know, and the, you know, leveling it up and moving and getting a house together. But I'm just like, why are you guys moving to a place where you don't know anyone? <laughs> I'm just sort of like, I'm pairing that with, um, am I being swept away by the thrill and taking the leap too soon? So I'm just like really wanting to check out that like, you're not going to suddenly find yourself. I mean, you didn't ask me for this, Querent. This is, you didn't ask like, should I even do this, right? Um, you were just like, well, you did ask what it would look like, but I'm, it made me want to ask also about the relationship, you know, like the relationship dynamics, because I don't want, you know, Cindy Lauper said it, some boys take a beautiful girl and hide her away from the rest of the world. And I don't even know your gender, but I think, I think that those, you know, dynamics, unfortunately, um, can can happen to anyone. So, but first things first, I picked three cards for what does it look like for you guys to to move to Bend, Oregon? And the, the deck I'm using, and I will put pictures of it on my Instagram tonight, um, is the Daughters of the Moon is what I did for this querent. Um, it's this amazing, like, second wave, lesbian, feminist, round cards. They're just so awesome. They're super multicultural, lots of goddesses, lots of naked women. Okay, so you got the Mother of Cups, um, which is this like African mermaid goddess named Namu. And she represents cancer. She's associated with cancer. So that's showing that there's this like love and there's like all of this just, um, you know, cancer love is real big heart love, right? Um, so I see that there's like an investment, like a family style investment made in each other. And that there's this, this you know, longing to kind of have like more of a close bond and more of a family type bond. But then the next card that got that you guys got for moving is the five of pentacles. And in this deck, it's called earthquake. And that's what it looks like. There's an earthquake and there's all these pentacles falling into the giant fissure that's happening um, in the earth. So that's a little bit of a warning sign that like, oh God, you know, I, 
it's earth, right? And, and, and earth ru- rules things like moving to a new place, right? Um, and then your final one is a card that in this deck is called reversal, but it is known in other decks as the hanged man or the hanged one. So um, this deck calls it reversal. And it's just like a naked lady as promised hanging by her knees from a tree branch over a river. Um, and her eyes are closed, but in her reflection in the river, her eyes are open and she looks really happy. So, you know, it looks like, it looks like there's some hardship with you guys going. Like there's something that's stressful. Um, at the very least, it's very nerve wracking. And, you know, it's like a hangman situation. Like love, the, that cancer, like love is what's, um, you know, catalyzing you guys to want to do this. But then the reality is it looks like it's a little bit of a liminal space where like, oh, this is hard, but I put myself in it because I want something more. So I'm wondering what you guys want from this move. You know, if you were, if you were here with me, I would ask you why you want to move to Bend in particular, why you want to move to a place where you don't know anyone, because um, it does look like, you know, with the reversal card, there's something greater coming from it, but I don't know what that is. Okay. So what does it look like? I also asked if you don't move <laughs> because I didn't, I really don't like that five of discs, you know? Um, and, you know, maybe it's just growing pains and it's just what's inevitable when you move away. But I wanted to see what does it look like if you don't move? And the very first card that came is six of flames play, which is, you know, six of wands and other decks. Um, the deity in this deck is Bast, the Egyptian cat god. So it's just like this great big cat with all these like cute little like femme people like doing cartwheels and playing with fire all around this big cat. So it looks like actually it's a lot more lighthearted and sort of successful for you if you don't move to Bend, Oregon. The next card is Two of Blades, which is, uh, you know, Two of Swords. In this, it's called Analysis, and it shows these uh, two African women who are doing uh, martial arts with swords. And um, it, what, it's, what it's really about is like, getting a sharper plan together. It's almost like you guys need to hang out and enjoy your life a little more and get more of a plan together instead of just like leaving right now. You've only been living together for four months, you know? The final card that you got for this is Aphrodite, the lovers, okay? This deck is so great, you guys. You can pick between two lovers cards. One is... um like a, like an, like a biracial lesbian couple who are naked and embracing in front of a huge glowing vagina. It's so amazing. And then the next one are these two sort of like, again, like two people of different, uh, different ethnicities swimming to each other underwater, but like kelp is covering all their bits. So you, and you can, they're kind of androgynous. So you don't even know what gender anybody is and do you ever anyway. So I love this deck so much. Anyway, you got the lover's card and we know that the lover's is about love, but it's really about making a choice around commitment. I think you need a little more time together before you do something like buy a house together in another land where you don't know anyone. And you, uh, you are each uh, like you guys will like the all that you will have is each other. That's a lot of pressure on a relationship. OK, maybe you guys want to have some more good times together um, with lower stakes before you do that. But if you ignore me as many do, many do, many people ignore the tarot reader that they seek out. Um, I picked cards anyway. What does it look like if you rent? Well, let me tell you, it doesn't freaking look good at all. You got the two of cups, which in other decks, that's a beautiful card. In the Daughters of the Moon, it's called Whirlpool. It's over-emotional and it's emotionally confusing and emotionally draining. Then you got this card that's a major arcana, excuse me, Coyote Woman, the Trickster. So it's this, um, you know, indigenous uh, North American 
um, archetype of this coyote and she'll play tricks on you. She'll punk you. And sometimes it's really great. Like sometimes you need to be punked into learning something, but coming right after the whirlpool card, I don't know. And then the last card is the ace of blades, one of blades, one of ace of swords. And um, it's this, the the archetype is called the Sybil. You know, she's this ancient Greece, Greek sort of witch who sits under a cave, in a cave, kind of getting high <laughs> and telling stories. I don't know. This looks a little dark to me. Like the vibe I'm getting is that like you're going to somehow get scammed or swindled or wind up like renting from either somebody who's not totally um, above board or who like is brings stress into your life, especially if that's a roommate situation. Now, should you buy a house? Okay. The first cards, the cards for that first one is Crone of Blades, which is like Queen of Swords, right? Aquarius, um, Ishel, Eagle Woman. She's a, she's like an indigenous Mexican goddess and she cuts things away. So, you know, for you guys to buy a house, like there's like some serious editing needs to happen, right? With her, like you need to take a step back and be like, okay, what do we need to get rid of in order to do this? It's really about cutting things away. Your next card is the nine of cups. And the goddess in this card is the Chinese goddess of compassion, Quan Yin. So that's nice. I like that a lot better than renting. It looks like you guys can relax. But then your final card is the five of blades, five of swords, and it's called the hurricane. And so it just, it looks, it doesn't look as good as just staying put, you know, but you know, life has its ups and downs. So, you know, who said that buying a house in another city where you don't know anyone um, except your lover, who said that that's ever easy? So, you know, yeah, it will be stressful, but there will also be like a lot of love and happiness. What I'm really psyched about this is for your career. I was like, what does your career look like in Bend, Oregon? Damn, it looks incredible. It looks really good. Um, The first card you got is Celebration, which is a card that's special to this deck. And it's basically a circle of naked women all holding hands um, and doing like a dance, a folk dance. Wait, I'm not done. They're doing a folk dance on the stomach of Mother Earth, okay? Which is really like a mother because there you can see her boobs kind of behind the women. And then there's like her bush and her legs. And then there's the moon. There's a lot going on. But you know, when this card comes up, it's like all is as it should be. It's sort of like the world card, right? It's really fantastic. Um, You also got this other card that's like the world and it's Shakti, the life dancer. So she's the Indian goddess and she's just like flying in the sky, being gorgeous, um, creating life. So I mean, these are just very powerful major arcana cards. And you got one minor arcana, the 10 of pentacles, the harvest, which shows a bunch of like women who's probably spell women with a Y in this picture. And they're all just having this amazing autumn harvest around like a picnic table and their kids. And one lady has a beard and they're different ages and races. And it's just like, it's a very cool vibe. So <laughs> yes, Britain's deck is very amazing. Um, so listen, that's really great. I like to see this because I don't like this idea that you're going to move away with one person and that's it. You don't know anyone. Um, it looks like it will be a little hard, right? There's definitely like a lot of growing pains. There's good stuff too, but it's also hard. Um, I like to see that your work will really flourish and you will have something other than your relationship because we all need things other than our relationships, right? We really do. So, you know, I just want to, here's the check-ins that I want to check in with you, okay? Intuitively looking at cards and stuff. You know, if you are unsure about this, don't do it. If you are unsure and your partner is just kind of pushing you to do it because they want it more than you, 
please don't do it. Okay. Um, if you feel sadness about what you're leaving behind, please don't do it. Um, please do it with as clear of a mind as you possibly can. Okay. All right. So that said, we all wish you well. And now I'm going to go and um, I will post a picture of this deck to the Instagram. Don't you worry. Somebody else earlier asked, how many decks do I have? I've lost count, you guys. I'm kind of hoarding them, but I use them. So, you know, it's only hoarding if you don't use them, right? Um, I've got like 40, 40 something decks, I think. Okay. All right. Let's see. Let's get their hands up in the, in the room here. Okay. Let me see. Um, Gata or Gata. I don't know if I'm saying your name properly. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? Yeah. I'm all right. Thank you for calling on me. For sure. How can the tarot help you tonight? Um, so I am wanting to talk about, I'm sort of in the middle of a long breakup. Okay. And yeah, I, I guess I'm sort of, we're kind of deciding how to go for it because we're very, we're both very ambivalent about breaking up, but I think we want to spend time apart. Okay. Um, but it's like the most loving breakup <laughs> that I, you could have. So it's this very strange place. And I guess I just kind of wanted to check in on how, like what would be a good way to go forward. Well, you guys, um, our, option you guys, you guys have talked about. Have you spoken about any kind of different plans? Yeah. So, I mean, what we've kind of settled on and I sort of want to like a vibe check on this is this okay. uh, like breaking up and then choosing a time to check back in. Um, but he wanted to stay in touch, which I don't think I feel comfortable, but I'd sort of like to hear what the tarot has okay. to say about like st- spending time apart, but staying in yeah. touch. Have a chunk of time to really be able to digest and sort of reset the vibe. Um, yeah. yeah. That makes so much sense to me, but let's see what the tarot says about it. Okay. So I'm picking three cards for that. And so do you want me to pick three cards on what it looks like to actually stay in touch? Like your ex is sort of preferring. Yeah, I'd like to. And also like whether like maybe something where we're not, I, I, yeah, I think those are the options that I'm like, right. Like stay in touch or don't stay in touch, right? Yeah. I think that's what we would do. Okay. All right. How long have you guys been together? Uh, like six years. Almost. Well, we've been together together for three years, but before okay. that we've been sort of seeing each other for six years. Okay. We've been each other's lives for yeah okay um how interesting um i need to pick more cards i can't believe i'm saying that um because listen (laughs) the three of cards the three cards i got for um not talking right the first one is is the uh eight of cups which is called indolence in the toss deck that i'm reading with it's Saturn mm-hmm. and Pisces, and it's really about something being neglected and not cared for. So mm. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, um, but, you know, a breakup is really for you to care for yourself. You know, you're not really supposed to be holding your ex's hand or necessarily caretaking your connection during that time. So I'm like, okay, what else? And then you got the eight of um, wands, which is called swiftness. It's Mercury and Sagittarius, and that is a big communication card. And then you got the tower. Um, like, Jesus Christ, I want to just ask you, are you anticipating this to be painful? Like, like, like devastatingly painful? I, I guess so. I think it is very, it's been very painful. I've been pulling the tower card like for months. Just okay. every time I check in on this okay. relationship. It's very, it has been very 
difficult, I think, to go through this. We're, we're, we're very, we care a lot about each other. So it's, it's a confusing situation. For sure. For sure. Um, okay. I just want to, okay. Yes. It's okay. I just wanted, you know, when, when we're kind of comparing and contrasting with tarot readings like this, it can be really easy to see a, like a, you know, a hard card, like the tower and think that means that that's a message from the tarot telling us no. Right. Mm-hmm. But in a breakup, like, like you just said, like, I really appreciate you sharing. I've been getting the tower card a lot. Like that makes sense. Like that's a card that comes up a lot in a breakup. So I didn't, I was hesitant. I was like, I want more information about that tower card because that's that's not necessarily a no right like that just might mean like this is what you're supposed to be doing by yourself you know for that time period is falling apart and building yourself back up right that's what we do in the wake of big relationships ending um so i picked three more cards just to see more about like what is that tower card about and you got the queen of cups the princess of cups and the aeon so i'm like yeah you're supposed to be in your feelings right and that to me is a real evolution. Like Queen of Cups is so, um, she's so in her feelings that she can't even see straight, right? It's like, that. this is when you're like ugly crying so much and your face is just like, just looks like a big ravioli. You know, it's all like puffy and whatnot. So, you know, I, I just think the Queen of Cups, okay, yeah, there's a lot of emotion for you to process. But then right after her is the Princess of Cups. And she is somebody who's gotten a handle on her emotions, right? And she can she can look at her emotions a little more intellectually and detach from them. And they're not controlling her the way the Queen they are with the Queen of Cups. And to me, that seems like a natural progression sort of out of, the waves of emotion, right? That that usually kind of like drown us at the start of a breakup. And then that it ends in the Aeon. Yes, that is a card that is as big and powerful as the Tower. And it's about beginning a new segment of your life, right? It's like, hello, this is a new era for me. You know, I just ended a really important era. You look back, what worked, what didn't, what do you want for yourself going forward? It's awesome. So, um, you know, I actually love that for you. For staying in touch, um, the first card that comes up is the Knight of Cups, which is a beautiful card, right? It's about making like a loving offering. It's cancer. And, you know, cancer, again, is like family kind of love. But then right after it is the futility card, which is very interesting to me. It's sort of like, it's moon, it's seven of, seven of swords and it's moon in Aquarius. And the idea is that it's something that sounds okay, but then it actually feels really bad, right? It's like, I think, I think it could be okay to stay in touch. You know, but then realistically, it's like it, it feels shitty. And then the last card you get is a, cha- a chair, the chariot, which is another iteration of that Knight of Cups. And it's sort of like, I don't know. It's really interesting. I mean, I feel like in your gut, you don't want to do this, right? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I, I very much felt like that's not going to work for me. Okay. I really like that. I feel like that's you with that futility card. And unfortunately, um, I think that, you know, the what, what sign is your ex? Uh, he's a Taurus and I'm a Libra. Oh, okay. All right. He's a Taurus. Do you know if he has any cancer? Uh, not in his big three. He's like a Taurus, Leo, Aries. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what I'm thinking is that like the chariot, I feel like my, my gut feeling is the chariot is his energy. He's like, we can do this. We're going to do it. You know what I mean? Like it's the chariot of war. So he's like pushed. Is he really pushing for it? No. Okay, good. Not really pushing, but he's sort of trying, he just keeps talking like it's going to happen, but I think he knows it's not going to happen. Okay. Yeah, I I like this other path for you. 
um, you know, with where you're, you're the queen of cups, you're the princess of cups, and then, you know, you're the Aeon. And, you know, that eight of cups, that indolence card, it might be that, um, it, it really might be that um, it feels so weird to you to be out of touch for him, with him. Like you might initially feel like, oh, why did I think this was right? Like it feels so weird, right? And it might think you feel sad and like the reality of like, that's sat it's a Saturn card. So Saturn like really hits you upside the head with its limitations. So it might be sort of like, oh, this is what it feels like, you know? But then I just think, I don't know, are, how are you processing this? You have friends, are you in therapy? Um, I have a lot of friends and okay. a, a very intense meditation practice. Oh, that's wonderful. I'm looking at communication here because with that swiftness card, it's Mercury and Sagittarius. And that's what I think pulls you out of the indolence, right? Um, mm-hmm. So... You know, uh, I I think that here's the thing. Like, I think that if you guys stay in touch, you guys might stay together. I just picked three cards. Do you do you feel like that's possible? Mm, it's possible. I don't know. Okay. I feel like yeah. I picked three cards for like what what does that chariot card mean? If you guys do stay in touch, and it's Princess of Wands, it's the lovers, and it's abundance. And I'm like, oh, that's actually really a, it's really beautiful. Um, but it also could mean that you guys stay together. And if, the, if you want to be solo and single, I really, I really prefer the Aeon card as an outcome card for you. Yeah. You know, I think what you're saying makes a lot of sense because I feel like the reason for us spending time apart is not at all because of the relationship. Like we both really like the relationship, but for some reason it feels like we would have these breakthroughs. Uh-huh. So like the way that you're describing it with like the tower and then the Aeon on the path of being a separate, but the yeah. relationship feels nice if we stay together. I think that's why it's okay. caught between yeah. the two. It's like, it's like you really, you guys really have to cut the cord. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it looks like. And it does look like whatever, whatever it is that you're seeking as a solo person outside of this relationship, like you'll, you will get to that. You will get that. So, um, so congratulations. It's really hard to make choices like that, but it sounds like it's a, like a really Thank good you. one for you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. Good luck. Thanks. All right. Wow. Breakups, you guys, are very powerful, right? I mean, I think that they're very powerful. Sometimes they're like horribly powerful, <laughs> but sometimes they really bring us to like right where we need to be. So wishing, wishing you so much luck. And now... What is going on with Jamie? Jamie, how can I help you this evening? Uh, you're muted, so unmute yourself. Hi. Hi. I've never been like on, like as a speaker on this app. So I was like, oh gosh, I have to figure this out. I'm oh, so excited. Yeah. Crash course. It was pretty easy. We got you right away. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like kind of out of breath. I've been, I just moved a bunch of my gardening stuff around and it's a mess <laughs> but, oh, wait, Jamie you were the person that said that you were going to be gardening today huh yes I'm just I'm just trying to get them um together and like healthier my monstera deliciosa is struggling my mom's um rubber tree has been struggling for many years because she doesn't take care of her plants. <laughs> so I'm taking care of them all today. That was really, really generous of you. Um, well, do we need to pick cards on the Monstera or should we pick cards for you? I'm just going to hold out hope for the Monstera. <laughs> and um, my kind of questions 
you know how these things go. I don't really have particular questions, but um, it's just kind of the vibe that's going on in my life right now is kind of confusing, but also maybe good. It's um, So I, I live somewhere right now that I don't enjoy and I never have. And I feel like I've been here for much too long. And I kind of have this last minute opportunity or I guess decision. It's not like, it's not like a specific opportunity, but I have kind of made the decision to move back to where um, I used to live when I was like a kid, basically. Um, And that's where my, my mom's family is there. And it's like, I just wish it was easier. And I, I, I used to have a job here that I no longer work at and it kind of, uh, broke bad in a way. Like I'm, I'm on okay terms with them, but I'm just, you know, you know, professionally, but you know, they can, can I swear on this? I think you can. Yeah. Fuck yeah. They can eat, yeah. They can eat shit. So like <laughs> that was the one job that I had in this area where I was like, I was like, you know, this is the reason that I'm here. I like this job at the time I did. I like this job and I wouldn't want to work anywhere else around here. And so I stopped working there last year. It was just like a whole stressful thing and went through a bunch of mental health stuff as I am always going through. Um, And then I got a part-time job over the winter. And that was great because it was just part-time. I wasn't married to it. Um, now I have a job that's just part-time, but I really like it. Um, and I just have to kind of deal with moving on from that. I have to tell them that I'm leaving like, so you decided to leave. You decided to take this opportunity to leave. Right. Cause it's not even like, I, I just feel like I'll be happier all right do you want me to pick some cards about like what this this next move looks like for you like what to be aware of what to enjoy yeah, just, like I've gotten a lot of different kind of signs that that's like okay yeah this is the right decision and I do need to do this but I'm kind of wondering like timing wise like the last time that I moved away temporarily right before the pandemic I moved to Europe for like six months. And I was just like, I just have to do this now. And it was great, but it was kind of um, like, I could have planned it out a little bit better if I, if I was a more planned out person, uh-huh. but I just want to know if this is like the right timing and I'm doing the right things. And like, you know what I mean? If I it's, if yeah, it's what right. Does, what does this look like? What does this look like? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, like, I know it'll be hard. I just want to do it the right oh, way. Oh, no. Listen, Jamie, it's very good. And <laughs> it's not nearly as sort of haphazard and, you know, cockamamie as you, you make it sound like it, it. it's like a little bit like wild. And maybe you feel like a wildling and like all your actions are wild. But your centerpiece card for these three is the six of swords, science, Mercury and Aquarius. So, you know, sure, Aquariuses are kind of wild. Maybe you're making a wild move, but it's a smart wild move. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like with the, with the six of swords, you know, even in the rider weight, it's a refugee family that's moving from you know, a, from a rough place to smoother waters. And that's what you're doing, right? You're, it is really about movement. 
Um, yeah, and and, for you. And and my my mom is gonna move with me because that's a part of the thing too. Is just like I've been living with my parents and I've kind of just been comfortable here, and I'm kind of like beyond, like I'm ready to kind of be beyond that comfort if that makes sense. But I'll, at the same time. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to be an adult. So my mom's coming with me. Um, so oh my gosh. Okay. Well, this is really interesting. So there's two other cards that I picked, right? The first one is the princess of discs. This is a person who's pregnant in this card. She's been through a lot. She's coming out of a tangle of woods. And now she's standing um, really strong and looking inward. And she's pregnant. So this is like interesting because you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm bringing my mom. But like in this card, this person is becoming the mom, right? So I feel like she's you, right? So I feel like, you know, you're like, oh, I'm the baby and I'm, you know, I'm bringing my mom with me because I don't really know how to be an adult. But it's like, actually, you know, you're going to be, you're stepping into the mom role, which isn't to say you're going to be mom to your mom, but it's more like you're rising up into adulthood, right? And it's like, you're going to be able to access a different level of feeling like an adult and feeling grounded in that particular way um, than you have in the past. I, I would say even in ways that in the past have been hard for you, like really hard, you're going to find a lot more ease um, coming into it with this plan. So or like, and especially like the more it takes root and the more it grows. And then your final card is fortune. It's the freaking wheel of fortune. So like, yes, this is very much a change for the better. This is very, very clear, clear reading. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. I'm so happy. I love delivering the, the news on a, on a reading like this, you know, you know so. I, I like I said, like I, I felt like I had a feeling like it was good, but it, you yeah. know, it's just, I'm, I'm very unsure of myself. I do feel like I've been the baby my whole life. And, and you know, what's funny about what you were saying too, is another reason, um, that I'm moving up there now, or at, at least this was going to happen, right? This is going to happen, but my, my friends, uh, my younger friend's mom just passed away. And, um, so I feel like I need to be there for her and stuff, you know, and I feel like it's just kind of kismet that I can be there now. Yeah. I, I mean, I, you know, I, I know none of us live forever, but I don't see anything coming up for your mom in that way. So how great that you have this, you know, vibrant, like healthy period together, you know, yeah. to enjoy each other and to learn from each other. This is really great. We wish you so much luck, Jamie. Thank you. Can you tell me what the other card was? Oh, the three cards were uh, the Six of Swords, right? Yeah. The Princess of Discs mm -hmm. and the Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, I literally pulled the Six of Swords as like just a daily card like last week or something. That's that's great. Perfect. Well, you're you're making really clear-eyed decisions. I love that card. All right. Thank you so much. That's like perfect. Thank you so much for picking me. I was so excited. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm glad it was helpful. It's perfect timing. Cool. Okay, well, Good stay in you. touch. Let's let us know how it goes. I will. I will. Okay, I'll talk to you all when I'm in Minnesota. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Minnesota. All right. Okay, you guys. Uh, I got a couple of questions that came in about friend problems. So here's one. Um, I'm having a friend conflict. They laid a lot on me about how I shut them down and they can't talk to me about my problems. The example given was a text exchange that for the life of me, I don't see anything wrong with. I feel very defensive and wanted to know if the tarot can help me see outside my own perspective. It really feels like it's something happening in her head and not something I'm doing. But of course, I'm in my head. Ah, I love this question. I love the humility in this question of like, 
don't know, I feel defensive and I don't think it's me, but like, maybe it is me. Like, I mean, it's just, it's so, I think it's so, um, such a great thing to kind of ask ourselves when we find ourselves in a conflict, right? Is like, okay, uh, is my side of the street clean? Like what, what is happening here? What is going on? So, um, I hit one of my favorite decks. It's a very obtuse, dense, mystical deck that is, um, sort of inspired by like Tibetan Tantra. Um, it's called the secret Dakini Oracle. Those who know this deck will like know what I'm talking about. (laughs) And if you don't know this deck, check it out. The art is so beautiful. Um, and it's, it's, it's a really challenging deck to read with. I've been reading with it since like, I don't know, man, like 1993. And, um, and it's always a challenge, but I really, it's a beautiful challenge. So, so for you, my querents, I, I, I kind of put together a little spread to, to get to get more, some more information. The first thing I asked is what are you bringing to this? Where are you at? You know, and I'm thinking like, are you hiding things from yourself? Like, are, are you in denial? You know, are there things that you can't see? I mean, we all have blind spots, but the card that I got for you is called wave of bliss and it's a wave within a wave within a wave it's like all it's like an illustration of a wave it's that famous japanese illustration of a little boat caught up in a wave and then you know that is this deck is collage art and then behind it is a giant photograph of a wave it's a very emotional card but it's very positive also so you know i'm seeing that like this has probably really rattled you and yes you feel defensive but also like to me this is saying that your intentions are very pure like you do want to like be a good communicator and have like a you know emotional closeness and intimacy with people um so yeah i i liked that i was like okay that's very positive i then picked a card to get some more information about you know what what is up with your friend and what are they bringing to this um and i got a card that's called as above so below um and we know that that's like a famous sort of mystical motto um the the illustration are two uh fuchsia flowers and one is up and they're kind of mirroring each other and one is down and then there's a a pansy behind them and there's mountains and so it's you know i I was really meditating on this um because this this deck really you know it kind of wants you to meditate on the cards that's how they work i was really getting a feeling that like that your friend is a little tumultuous on the inside and is bringing that tumult to the outside. You know what I mean? And it's like, I, I feel like, um, you know, any, any sort of um, reckoning or dealings that she's having with you is probably pretty reflective of the upset that is happening internally. And it might be a kind of situation where she's latching on to external things, thinking is, if she, you know, fixes these problems, then, you know, maybe she'll, she'll feel better. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe you're the problem. But you know, I think that what you're saying that like, I don't see, I don't really don't think there was any problem here. I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards that with these cards. I'm, I'm, I'm believing you on your side. I picked a couple more cards. Okay. Um, the, the, I picked another card saying, you know, what is the dynamic here? What's going on? You know, and I picked this card called threefold riddle. Okay. And it just shows these like three, like goddesses and in, in full like kind of shrouds. I believe there actually are burkas that they're wearing. There's three Af- Afghani women who are like set against space. 
outer space. And it's called the threefold riddle. And so it's this idea that it's a deep mystery. You know, there is something going on and maybe your friend doesn't even know. Maybe you're triggering your friend in a way that they can't quite pinpoint. And, you know, when we trigger people, it, it sucks for everybody, but it's not necessarily our fault, right? Like we didn't put those triggers in our friends. Like sometimes you can trigger somebody very innocently, right? Um, not, not even by doing something overtly, you know, harsh, but just by, you know, being yourself or whatever. So it seems like maybe it's something like that. Um, I then picked a final card being like, well, what's your guy, you know, what can guide you through this conflict? Like what, what do you do? And the card that I picked for that for you is called Isis, the high priestess. And this deck, the secret Dakini Oracle, it does sort of follow the path of the tarot, the traditional tarot kind of loosely. In some cards, it's more evident. And this card really is the high priestess card. It's really beautiful. It looks like it's a this gorgeous like porcelain mystical doll with a third eye and earrings and jewelry and horns. And she's again, in outer space, like coming out of a nebula galaxy or something. It's really gorgeous. And you know, the high priestess is all about, you know, looking within, meditating, being internal and it's like and, and like taking the high road and really connecting to our higher self so i just think you know your guide for this is like you know if you can't say something nice maybe don't say anything at all um if, if it seems like this person needs space give them space maybe you need some space from this person after you know how they ruffled you and gave you some emotions right um try to operate with this person from your highest wisdom you know with kindness bring your best self but you certainly don't have to apologize for something that you didn't do, right? Um, and so this might be one of those situations where you just have to see if it rolls over. Um, maybe more will be revealed. Um, and like, honestly, like pray for your friend, right? That they get more clarity and, and peace because I think they might be a little agitated. All right, I hope that was helpful. Uh, yes, good day to the late peeps. Good day. Better late than never. Thanks, everybody, for being here. You are at Ask the Tarot. It's live tarot readings. You can raise your hand in the room. Maybe I'll call on you. Or you can send me your questions over at uh, my Instagram, at Michelle Tease, T-E-A-Z. We do this every Thursday, 6 o'clock uh, Pacific time, 9 o'clock Eastern. All of the back episodes are available also on Spotify. Uh, I, host a t uh, I host a podcast called Your Magic. Look for our feed. And you'll find it right in there, right in the feed. Oh, happy full moon to you, Helena. Um, I love that, you know, it's it's the Aquarius full moon. We've been talking about it all night. I'm an Aquarius. It's my full moon. I'm claiming it. Okay. Who do we have here in the room? Okay. Kehlani, you're up next. Hello. Oh, you're muted. Can you unmute? Dana's an Aquarius rising. Well, this is your full moon rising, Dana. Have a party about it. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Oh, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you. Great. How can the tarot help tonight? Um, so I'm just going through like a lot of big shifts in my life at the moment. Okay. Um, I just moved to a new city from living in like a really small town my whole life. Okay. And I've just gone through like a big breakup. So I just kind of want like a vibe check on what like maybe I should be focusing on or something like that. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. I'll give a shuffle asking about this news. You've moved to a bigger city? Yeah. So I lived in like a sort of 15,000 person town and I live in like a big city now. 
Wow. Okay. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> Let's see. Um, this is my last little shuffle for you, and then I'll pick three cards. And we'll see what they have to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you got some intense cards, which isn't surprising considering that you're going through a breakup and a relocation. Do you know folks where you are? I know some people, but not like a, like a lot of people. Okay. Okay. Um, so the very first card you got is the tower. And just like we were saying earlier tonight, the tower came up in somebody else's breakup reading. And we always get the tower during a breakup because relationships are real structures. We kind of like weave ourselves into them, you know, and when they come down, parts of us come down and it's a process of kind of trying to get back to our, ourself, our new, the new version of us and the old version of us. Um, so yeah, I, I'm really feeling, especially this is so interesting on the Aquarius full moon, you know, Aquarian energy and, and Uranus energy, it is that sort of like the, the big shocking lightning bolt change you didn't see coming. And I'm not saying you didn't see any of these coming. Like you, you, you know, mm. you probably got to plan to move and maybe you saw your breakup coming, but they are big changes. And so, um, you know, again, even though I've, I've been called out on right here on this platform for, you know, seeing the tower as being like really negative because it really hurts a lot of times, right? I really am feeling that the tower is about transformation tonight. I really am, which is not to say that it also doesn't hurt. But um, yeah, you're losing a, you're losing some serious structures. Um, the next card right after the tower is the two of discs. And this card is called change. The, ta- the tarot is like, listen, in case you didn't understand by what I meant by the tower, here's a change. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> so, you know, it's really funny because it's it's a it's a great card. The changes are good cards. Um, you know, historically in the Rider Weight deck, this is meant to be a very kind of jolly card and almost silly. There's a jester kind of juggling on it. It, it is um a Jupiter card, and Jupiter is like Santa Claus wants to give you gifts. So I think there's a lot waiting for you in this new phase of your life and in this new place. But it's also Jupiter and Capricorn. So Capricorn can be kind of rigid, right? You want to be as flexible as possible right now. You know, don't, I don't know if you're prone to isolating when, you, when you're not feeling well. Don't isolate. Really go out with the people that you do know so that you can meet more people that they know and expand your, your community in this new place. I think that's really important because the very last card here for you is the Nine of Swords. And, you know, that is called Cruelty. And it's a really mental card. And I just want to ask if you have, like, have you been experiencing any, like, anxiety around any of this? Or are you prone to anxiety? Um, yeah, I have, like, a lot of mental illness and have gone through, like, my whole life because okay. I have borderline personality. So it's just, like, a factor that's always there. But okay. um, are you, Do you have a little plan together for how to take care of yourself, especially in general, but especially right now with these big changes? Yeah, so I've like booked in with a new psychologist, so I'm waiting for that. But being in a big city, it does take a while. And obviously just like, yeah, practicing a lot of self-care and just making sure I get to do my shit and, you know. Good. Yeah, because, you know, that card coming up is saying that like, you know, this is, you know, it's like the two two of discs is there to say, you know, these are great changes. These are positive things for you, right? They're going to bring more goodness into your life. But then the nine of swords is there to say, but it's still stressful, right? It's still very stressful. So it's still, you're still going to be in a vulnerable situation. Like you're emotionally vulnerable right now or mentally vulnerable. So, so you really want to take that very seriously. I picked three more cards for you for, um, you know, I usually don't 
keep picking cards like this, I really feel like it's the full moon. It's like more, more, more. Um, so I, I picked three cards about that cruelty. You know, I'm like just listening to what you're saying. It sounds like you have like so much self-knowledge, you know, about what your needs are and how to help yourself. And you're, you have a plan and like you're on top of it. Um, so the first card that came up, I picked three more cards just about, can I get some more information about the anxiety? The first one is the seven of wands. It's called Valor. Um, and I'm like, okay, I like that. It's, it is a stressful card, but it's, uh, it's saying like, you've got it. You know, it's like, you do have to fight a little harder right now. You do have to work a little bit harder. Like, you know, things that maybe you're like, oh, I haven't felt like that in a little while. Or, you know, that, I don't know, some things that might, might pop back up that you're like, oh, I thought I had more of a handle on it. And like, you do, but this is just a very special situation you're in right now with the tower and the change card. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So it's saying just like, keep fighting, right? Just like keep fighting. Even if you're like, fuck, like with the Valor card, you're like, you just kind of want to take a nap, but there's literally like a battle going on in your front lawn and you like have to get out of the house and participate. <laughs> you can't take a nap. Yeah. But, but your next two cards is the star and the fool. How gorgeous is that? Oh my God. So gorgeous because the, the star is the gift for going through the tower. That's what we get. It literally comes right after it in the major arcana. You know, the tower comes down and we can see the sky. So it's like, oh my God, you're going to learn so much about yourself in a big city. You know, you're going to be able to stretch your wings. There's going to be more for you to do, to see, to, to feel. And the full card that you just did it, you know, you jumped in, you did it. Um, I just, I love all of this for you. So, so, you know, yeah, getting through the tower and change and cruelty is, it's going to be hard. So really like be on your A game with self-care and just remember that what's waiting for you on the other side is valor, the star and the fool. Oh my God. Thank you so much. You're really welcome. I'm so impressed to hear you like talk about your mental health struggles and your whole journey with it. And just like, I just love how just you're just like, yeah, these are my things. And I'm, you know, I'm going to talk to somebody. It's like, yes, that is like how we all have to deal with our mental health. Right. It's just like, we have it. We got issues. We got to figure it out. It's life. Yeah. Very important. <laughs> it's, it's everything, right? If that's not doing well, then nothing really does well. But you're going to do great. And I just hope that you have so much fun exploring your new city and like getting back in touch with yourself after your relationship. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Oh, have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. My God, I love Kehlani's makeup. I'm like a sucker for like red eyeshadow, like their profile picture, just like all this like red eyeshadow. It's like, where, where does the, where does the blush end and the eyeshadow begin? I don't know. It's so lovely. Um, okay. So here is another, uh, friend problem that came to me and I'm going to, I picked some cards on it. And for this one, I'm using the, uh, mythic tarot. It's a little bit of a story, but you know, I think you'll, I think you'll stay with it. I met my former best friend when we were college freshmen in 1996, and we had a friend breakup in early 2010. A few years prior to that, particularly through both of our weddings, I felt she was disrespecting my boundaries. And I think she felt I wasn't as good of a friend to her as she was to me. She took the first step to end the relationship, but I wanted that too. And I seized the opportunity to cut ties. Since then, she has tried several times to get back in contact and make amends. I have ignored these requests, mostly because I had too much going on in my own life and because I had no room for the drama I suspected she would bring. Recently, my life has quieted down and she wrote me again. I have wished for more connection to the past outside of family as divorce cratered my social networks. I also think my BFF and I were both just acting out our issues like young people do, wearing it all on our sleeves with no filters and our clashes 
probably weren't that personal. I also... I, I also feel I can much better protect my boundaries now. And I would like to apologize for hurtful things I did that I still feel bad about. But I'm still uneasy about making contact. I'm wondering if with time and my new happiness and peace, I have white quote whitewashed her and our relationship in my mind. I know I am susceptible to narcissistic abuse dynamics and maybe there's a chance of that pattern playing out here again. Can the tarot advise on what it looks like to refriend her and what it looks like to let things stand as they are? Thank you. God, again, with like the, the, like the self-knowledge, like the level of like emotional intelligence and self-knowledge that folks demonstrate here in the room, um, in this lovely, lovely room and in your questions. I'm always so awestruck. So, okay, I took the Mythic Tarot, which is uh, cards based on uh, Greco-Roman mythology. Again, I'll put pictures of all these decks on my Instagram tonight. Um, and I picked three cards first on what does it look like for you to let her back in your life again, to, to receive her amends and make your own. The very first one card that I get is the 10 of cups. Okay. And in the mythic tarot, the 10 of cups is a total, like beautiful reunion. It's literally the reunion of, of Cupid and Psyche because the whole suit of cups in this deck tells that story. So, you know, they were in love, there was a betrayal, there was, uh, you know, unrealistic expectations, they separated and now they're back and they've seen each other's weaknesses. So it's a real connection now, right? They, they really, they've been seasoned by life a little bit. So I love that. Um, and then the next card is the Four of Swords, which, you know, is supposed to be a meditative card and in this, but it often looks like somebody's dead. You know, I'm talking to you, Rider Waite deck. Um, but in this deck, it really is a person who's sitting, you know, cross-legged in a desert meditating. So I, it makes me feel like you have um, peace of mind, clarity, um, you're not reactionary, you know, just like you said, you're self-parent, like you can protect your boundaries, like you're in a really good place mentally. And then the final card is the magician, which is so fantastic. It's like, oh my God, a way to manifest maybe exactly what you need in your life right now. Um, so this is really great. I, of course, wanted to see what it looked like if you, you know, kept things, if you kept kind of ignoring her or like not letting her back in just the way that you were, you were wondering. The very first card that came up is the King of Cups. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. So the King, you know, of Cups is like, you know, these cards are kind of neutral, but in this situation, I'm like, oh, you want to sort of guard and rule over your emotions a little bit, right? Like a fortress. Like I think of a king, I think of a kingdom, I think of a fortress, right? Um, being a little bit tough and impermeable. He is, you know, there's a crab crawling up his on the, the base of his throne in this picture. And that's cancer. And they're very self-protective. So I'm like, okay, it would be very self-protective of you to do that. That's not necessarily bad or wrong. The next card is the nine of pentacles. And it's, you know, this, this groovy guy wearing a golden dress standing in a vineyard. <laughs> I'm sure I, I can't remember who he is, what character from Greek mythology, but it's nice. It's like, oh, okay. You know, like your life is really good and full. Like I get, I hear you say that, you know, your social life has been a little bit screwed up from a divorce. And I feel that, but in spite of that, your life is very full and beautiful and, and it will keep being fine, you know, in a sense without her. Right. And then, but then the final card here is the queen of swords and she's a little like icy and resentful. I mean, you know, sometimes she's just what we need, but she's kind of characterized by being a little bit on the harsh side. So between her being a little on the harsh side and the king of cups being a little too self-protective, it makes that nine of pentacles almost look like, oh, my life is really great. And I'm going to fearfully 
protect it. Um, but you don't need to. That's what I'm seeing here because the three cards for letting this person reconnect with you and for you to reconnect with them, they're so much better. They're beautiful cards. And you got a major arcana with a magician there. So good luck. Have a lovely reunion. I'm happy for you. Um, okay. Going to see who else is in the room right now. Okay. Maddie, you are up. Hello, Maddie. How can the tarot help you? Hi. Hi. Um, sorry. Uh, lots of things have kind of happened recently and I'm just kind of like wanting some, I suppose, biotech or clarity or just understanding as to why it's all happening at once. Okay. For me. Yeah. Um, so to give you a quick understanding. So I think when I first discovered you, I was having some issues with my like work, but it looks like I was able to like get a job. So that's good. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's like probably not the most amazing job, but it's going to, you know, pay the bills and all that kind of stuff, at least initially. Okay. And then, um, so what happened recently is like currently I'm supposed to be like overseas with friends that I haven't seen for ages, but um, COVID kind of came in and messed that all up. So I had to like turn around from being overseas and come home straight away. So that wasn't great. So I'm just trying to, yeah, I'm just trying to get, uh, maybe like I suppose a vibe check or something like that to see like it seems like all these things are kind of happening at once so I need to like I don't know I'm not sure <laughs> all right um are you thinking about that you want to go back overseas do you want to look and yeah but yeah I mean I think that I definitely do want to go back overseas right. at some point but it's just like money and timing and this is like going to be great timing but it kind of all um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna do a vibe check. Let me do one more, one yeah. more shuffle, and we'll see what is the energy here. Oh, okay. It looks like the energy is really frustrated, frustrated energy that is keeping you. <laughs> okay. Um, the first card that comes up is the Prince of Cups. Okay, and so he is like. Um, he's on this giant, um, this is the top deck. He's flying on a bird. It's a magic bird. It can go underwater and take him really deep, or it can go into the sky and he can reach these beautiful heights, but he can't pick a direction. So he's just sitting and coasting. He's coasting and he's overthinking about it. He's looking into, you know, his cup and he's, there's a snake coming out of his cup. This, this man is a Scorpio. This character is a Scorpio. Um, and he's just sort of like, it's like, he's overthinking it. He's looking for the perfect plan. He's looking for the perfect sign. And it's like, it's, it's maybe not going to come. Right. So what, what do you, what can you do? The next card is the five of wands, which is called strife. Right. Yeah. And it's Saturn and Leo. And Leo is like, I want to play. I want to have fun. I want to date. I want to be creative. I want to live passionately. I want to like, get my ambitions out there i want to i want to just like have my best life and saturn's like sorry too bad can't do it can't do it now. it's not happening you know saturn just is like that saturn's deal he just comes in like pops everybody's yeah. balloon so you know it, it looks to me like you have a lot of energy and nowhere to put it where you are right now and that must feel really frustrating and my guess looking at these two cards the prince of cups and the, mm-hmm. the five of wands is that there also might be some sort of confusion about like what 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 decisions can you make and what is beyond your your control right now you know some of these some of this frustration might be really circumstantial and there's nothing you can do and it just sucks and then it seems like maybe you can actually make some moves yeah, but you're yeah. paralyzed or you're not sure is that right okay on the other side of all of this 
is the star. Or at least, you know, that's what the stakes are, the star. And again, this is the full moon in Aquarius. It's the full moon in the stars, the star card. And when this, with the star, it's like, that's your biggest dreams. Those are like, you know, you're, when you're being your most visionary and imagining what you really want for yourself, like that's the star card. Um, and so how can we get you there? Let me see. Let me see. Okay. Listen, you got to, you need to do like a jailbreak, Maddie. You got to bust out. You got to bust out. And it might, it looks like it's going to be really hard. It, you got the tower card oh, yeah. again. I just picked three cards. I'm really feeling that tonight when I'm like, you know, earlier folks were getting, you know, a, a hard card. And I was like, okay, what's, what's the story of this hard card? And you got this beautiful card at the end, the star. And I'm like, okay, how can we get you there? How can we get you to the star? Cause that's, I hear that that's what you want. I can hear that you've stuck. So the, there's three cards. You got the Knight of Cups. And are you with your family right now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's kind um, of a money situation again. You know, you want to yeah. do all those things. But you um, okay. <laughs> um, well, the Knight of Cups, you know, is cancer. So it's a little self-protective and it can also be family. But I also read the Knight of Cups. Um, he's really chivalrous and he's making an, a love offering. And a lot of times when this card comes up in readings, it's people making a love offering to themselves it's self-love. So it's like, I understand you, if there's no money, there's no money, but it's like, it looks yeah. like it's really important for you to figure out what there is, you know, for, that, that you can do because your next card is the, ta- is the tower. So yeah. it just, to me, it's just saying there's some sort of structure that is oppressing you right now. It needs to come down so you can access this, right? It's either, you know, is it people yeah. in your life? Is it, a, is it an environment? Is it s- situational? Is it the, is it like your own sort of like thought processes? Like what needs to come down? What are, what are, what are things that are barriers to you living your best life, to you getting to the star? Cause on the other side of the tower, you can tear it down. On the other side of it is the victory card. And yeah, it's six of wands. So it's the card after that five of wands. And it's, yeah. it's Jupiter and Leo. So Leo does get to play. It's like, oh, you got to let your Leo out. Like, what sign are you? I'm an Aries, yeah, but I know that. Anyway. So like you said, you have to go out and you just have to like shine, you know? Um, you like really do. You have to just take like take yeah. over your life and shine. So, um, you know, obviously the tarot doesn't have like bullet points. So like, well, you first you do this that you know it's energy but the energy is extreme self-love extreme self-love that tears down anything that's holding you back and gets you closer and closer to where you really wanted to be um some things are situational but some things aren't some things are about you needing to take a chance yeah Okay, yep. good. That sounds great. Okay, <laughs> that that so sounds bad. good. Oh, and Helena <laughs> just mentioned Venus just entered Leo. Oh, that's nice. I love Venus just entering Leo. Uh, yeah. That's more fun for all of us, ideally. We can get out of our houses. Um, okay, thank you so much, Maddie. Good luck figuring it all out. Okay. All right, you guys. It's 7.03. We're, we've finished another room. Um, another... And I'm just so happy. <laughs> Thank you so much, Danielle. I love this chat so much. I didn't get to skip around in it quite as much uh, as I normally do. But thank you all so much for being here. We'll be here again next Thursday, six on the West Coast, uh, nine on the East Coast. You can listen to back episodes whenever you want over on the Your Magic feed in Spotify. And thank you guys. Thank you. And check out Discord. We have a community on Discord. And it's up to us to make it, you know, like a bump and bang in place to hang out. So go check it out. And I will see you guys all next week. It is always a great time. Thanks for raising your hand, Maddie. I'm glad, glad we got to talk. Okay. Take care, you guys. Till next week. 
Hi, friends. Remember to catch Ask the Tarot live right here on Spotify every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern. You can join me for a journey through the cycles of life, love, aspiration, all in real time. Want me to do a reading for you? Just download the Spotify Live app for free today. It's available in the App Store, and you can join me every week I go live. You'll be able to meet really unique people, chat with other listeners, and even ask questions of your own. Remember, you can always listen to Ask the Tarot live on Spotify every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Want to be part of the conversation? Download the Spotify Live app for free today and make sure to follow the Ask the Tarot show page to be notified every time we go live.